Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. And today I'm being joined by a special guest to discuss your client's data privacy. He is the CEO and founder of a company called InVisit. InVisit helps business, businesses manage data regulations such as CCPA, that's the California Consumers Privacy Act, and Facebook limited data use in an easy to use way. Definitely a new subject for a new year. Let's give a big welcome to Dean Shapiro. Hello, Dean. Nice to meet you. How are you? Great, great. Well, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Now, before we dive into today's topic of data privacy regulation, let's, let's hear a little bit about your backstory and, and how and, and why you founded InVisit. How long it's been around, how it started, how it got its name, all, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I have been in the data space for most of my career at this point. Um, and really, you know, the data space is now kind of intertwined with the privacy space, with everything emerging from a regulatory standpoint, affecting how data can be used. So I was at Hearst, which is a big media company in New York, working on some of their data monetization efforts. And then at the end of 2019, um, CCPA, the California Consumer Privacy Act, really the first major U.S. data privacy law, uh, was just about to come out. It was coming out in you know, uh, early 2020. Uh, and I was watching all of the massive headwinds and change that were affecting how data is used on the Internet. Uh, so that's when I realized like the, the massive necessity in market to build easy-to-use uh, privacy management tools. It seemed obvious this was not something many internal companies could handle on their own. Even, even large companies, uh, corporations, but obviously all the way down to like the mid-market and growth and small business type companies as well. So that's what we set out to build. Um, and in the process last summer, something really interesting happened. So in the summer, July specifically, CCPA became effective. So it, was, it started technically in January, but it wasn't enforceable until July, six-month regency period. When it became enforceable, uh, a really important trend happened, and that was the channels like Facebook, like Google, began implementing their own privacy rules, basically saying, okay, there's this new privacy law, CCPA, <laughs> we, we as in Facebook, let's say, you know, we don't want to have to deal with this. So you as the business owner who wants to advertise on Facebook or Instagram, you have to deal with it. And you have to do all these special new technical changes on your site 
uh, to guarantee your data privacy compliance with Facebook, basically, making sure Facebook has all the right information. And what we found really quickly was that no one was, or no one was responding correctly. No one was implementing these technical specifics of privacy the right way. Uh, and it was causing substantial revenue loss. Things like uh, campaigns being paused or having huge amounts of users removed from retargeting pools. It was really affecting um, industries of all sizes of, or, or of, you know, all types of verticals, of course, but especially the e-commerce vertical. And that's when we decided we should focus on this specifically and this vertical specifically. So uh, in October, we did our uh, release of what we call revenue loss monitoring, basically making sure uh, businesses are compliant with the channels where they want to use data, making sure, you know, you're not losing any Facebook conversions or Google conversions as a result of privacy mismanagement, basically. And that's where we are today. All right, cool. Well, let's, uh, let's take a step back. Can you explain to those that, that might not have even never heard of the CCPA, the California Consumer Privacy Act, what, what that is and, and what it does? Absolutely. Yeah. So the CCPA, like I said before, it's the first major U.S.-based privacy law. And these privacy laws are starting to pop up all over the globe at this point. Uh, and, and what they all pretty much boil down to, CCPA included, is giving your site visitors more access and control over their data, over what information is being tracked, and collected about them and how it's being used. So it's CCPA, and this is pretty consistent with most of the data privacy laws. There's a few main elements that are necessary that every site visitor, or sorry, every website owner should be giving to their site visitors. And that's basically a form, uh, cookie banner or some other type of mechanism that lets people know what vendors like a Facebook or a Google Analytics are collecting data on them. Uh -huh. And then uh, a basically like a request option where, where site visitors can say, hey, I wanna access my data. I wanna know what you have collected on me. I wanna delete my data. I want you to erase it from your, you know, store wherever you might have it stored. Uh, and I wanna, this is a very poorly phrased clause, but it's called the right of do not sell my data where you can, uh, uh, a site visitor can say, please do not sell my data. Now, that does not mean actually going and, you know, <laughs> selling someone's email address for a few dollars. It's referencing behavioral targeting, behavioral advertising targeting. So that essentially means uh, for, you know, giving people the, a way to opt out of any uh, data targeted marketing. Mm -hmm. Now, so this law, is it for businesses that are in California or is it for businesses anywhere for users that are in California? The latter. That's exactly right. And I think that's something that some businesses might miss. Anyone doing business on the internet has to adhere to these laws. If they have a site visitor, they have site visitors coming from California. So everyone must adhere to this and give these options to people in California. 
and probably pretty soon it seems like it's going to be a nationwide uh, regulation. So at some point in the very near future, this will be something that everyone has to do for all of their site visitors. Yeah, you know, I was aware that this has been a big thing like in Europe, in the UK, but just recently, and in probably just the last few months, I'm, I'm located in California and I see it quite a bit more with that banner to accept cookies and such. That is the, the CCPA compliance. That's exactly right. And a little fun fact, especially for, um, you know, all of the e-commerce stores out there, the, those cookie banners, that's exactly what they're for. They're for CCPA, but you don't actually have to make them cookie banners. When we, what we encourage our clients to do, this is literally in the CCPA law. It says uh, a possible way of exercising your CCPA rights can be a little um, button in the footer of your page, like where you might have about us or contact us or privacy policy in terms of use. You could put a link in there as well that allows California visitors to, you know, click the button and see a form and say, hey, I want to access or delete my data. That's a completely acceptable user experience. And in my opinion, I think most people's opinion, way better of a site experience than these cookie banners everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I've been, um, before I really <laughs> knew what they were, it kind of scared me. <laughs> yeah, like, what definitely. Kind of website is this? And, and most times I was just leaving unless I really wanted, you know, what it was. Now, with, with your solution, how, how does it work? Is it a code you put in or, or how does that work? So what our thesis as a company is, is we want to take all of the burden on all of these things away from you. Like, especially, you know, you know, we focus pretty heavily on the e-commerce market. We always joke, we're like, you worry about selling your product, we'll worry about privacy. We'll do it all for you. So if um, many of our clients are on Shopify, so Shopify clients, they just click at, you know, it's an app on Shopify, they click install and it's all handled for them. For non-Shopify clients, uh, yeah, it's simply a line of code that they put in their header and it manages everything from giving site visitors all CCPA rights and uh, options over their data in addition to passing all of the privacy technical requirements to Facebook, to Google, to make sure you are in compliance with their standard so your performance and your campaigns are not affected in any way. Now, when I hear about privacy or, or anything, website security, I always, the first thing that jumps to my mind is protecting the customer order information, their credit card information and such like that. Mm -hmm. But that's completely different. We're not talking about that at all, right? Yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, cybersecurity and privacy, I, I always joke, they're like kind of two, the two different, sides of the same coin where it, what you're describing in cybersecurity, it's making sure that data isn't breached, uh, you know, preventing it from bad actors, from hackers, whereas privacy, it's a similar mindset, but the opposite. It's like it's giving individual people access over that information. So if I, you know, made a purchase on, you know, whatever, on, on Macy's.com, 
uh, and they have information on me. Uh, they know who I am. They're probably using some retargeting and data, you know, collection tactics on their site. I, as a consumer, have the right to request to Macy's, hey, I want to know what information you have stored on me. Uh, and I also may want to delete it. And I also may want to opt out of any data-driven targeting tactics. That's really what, what the emergence of privacy boils down to. Okay, yeah, no, that, uh, that's a great way to clarify that. Now, I guess a big question that listeners might have, they have uh, e-commerce stores, is why should I even worry about this data privacy issue? I mean, it's new. Is, is anything going to happen if I don't install it, whether or not I'm in California or not? Yeah, what is driving us crazy, we're trying to scream from the rooftops, is that not doing anything will cost you actual money, will cost you revenue, will cost you conversions. And here, let me explain why. If you are not informing Facebook of the compliance status of your site visitors, basically what I mean by that is, hey, is, is Facebook wants to know who's opted in, who's opted out It's receiving targeted advertising from your, from your business. Okay. So things like retargeted ads, uh, Facebook wants and requires you to tell them who's opted in and who's opted out. If you don't do anything, Facebook will not show, uh, uh, site, you know, site visitors when they go onto Instagram targeted advertising from your business. So we saw in Q4 alone, hundreds of millions of dollars, we're still calculating the effect, we think it might be upwards of a billion even, were lost just in Q4 from privacy mismanagement on Facebook because huge amounts of retargeting campaigns essentially delivered nothing or resulted in minimal conversions because privacy was mismanaged. Now, and that's they, what's so important. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, were they not showing those ads to California users or was this across all the campaigns? There's two, both of those situations we've seen. And there, there's two distinct issues that we see the most out in market. And we, so at Invisit, we also uh, operate like a, a privacy scanner. So we basically monitor all the different compliance standards or compliance events happening across you know, hundreds of thousands of e-commerce sites you know, daily, essentially. So the two main issues that we saw are, are more prominently not doing any compliance updating with Facebook. And in that event, uh, mainly California users will be removed from retargeted campaigns. And you don't get notified. It's not like a creative being flagged that is a big error. Facebook just does it. It's like you didn't tell us what their what a particular site business compliance status was, so we're not including them in a, re, in a retargeting pool, for example. So that affects California sales dramatically. The other issue we see very often in market also is uh, businesses tried to implement the Facebook compliance status, but they did it incorrectly. And as a result, they're accidentally telling Facebook, to remove everyone from retargeted advertising tactics and other data-driven campaigns. We see it all the time. We see the code loading accidentally opting everyone out from targeted advertising, and that can lead to catastrophic results, and it happens 
way more often than you realize. And you talked about not serving on Instagram. Is it just Instagram or was it not serving on, on Facebook as well? Both, exactly. Yeah, any Facebook-owned property, um, even, I don't know if anyone, you know, any of your listeners leverage uh, their audience, Facebook audience network at all, but yeah, any Facebook advertising property will be impacted by this. And now with your system, so do they connect InVisit to their Google Ads Manager? How, how does it uh, alert Facebook of, of compliance? Yeah, that's exactly right. We automate everything. So once you install our software, you basically just type in your pixel ID um, that you use on your website and then everything's automated. Our, like I said earlier, we know the privacy world is getting so confusing and so overwhelming. We just take care of everything. We're like, put us on, we got you. We'll make sure you don't lose a dollar because of the privacy issues on your site. Well, it definitely seems simple. Now, what about Google? What's are there negative effects for not implementing privacy or conforming to the CCPA using Google ads? Yeah, Google requires something similar. Their impact is not quite as dramatic yet. Uh, they just recently released something called restricted data processing, where they're asking businesses to alert, you know, to inform Google of every site visitors compliance status, much like Facebook. Uh, but in the event that no action is taken, then Google is not at least removing users from campaigns. So in that instance, if you don't do anything, it's not having as dramatic of a negative impact, but I suspect that will change in the new year just because there's so, there's, you know, CCPA, like I said before, only really has existed since July. Um, so with increased scrutiny, I think Google is going to take a more extreme standard as well, like Facebook has done. And I suspect other major marketing channels will do the same. Like we're pretty sure from our research and conversations, Snapchat will be implementing something similar in 2021. So yeah, we believe, and it seems like based on the trends that every platform is going to require you, the business owner, the e-commerce store, uh, to update technical things on your site, alerting every marketing channel of compliance status. Wow, that's gonna be crazy. Now, I see on your website, that there are some different case studies where you're, you're talking about how right now implementing the data privacy solutions driving increased ROI. Can you explain a little bit more how that's the case? Maybe share one of your favorite case studies with us. Yeah, you know, it's um, one of the case studies we, we've uh, discussed on our site. That's, you know, invisit.io. Anyone can go and check it out for themselves as well. Uh, but with a, a furniture e-commerce store, saw about a 30% conversion increase in California within a few days of implementing our software. And results like that we see pretty consistently. The reason being that you are likely, you as the uh, business owner or e-commerce store, you're likely losing out on potential reach, on potential, you know, prospects 
for your campaigns because of lingering privacy issues, because the, major the vast majority of sites have not dealt with this. So what that means is Facebook's probably removing you potential users from your campaigns without you even realizing it. So when you implement a privacy solution like ours that properly communicates to Facebook, every site visitor's compliance status, Facebook knows, oh, hey, all of these users that we didn't know if they were, you know, uh, opted in or opted out, receiving targeted ads, now Facebook knows. Now they know that they can show ads to these people. What that means is you reach more people, more prospects are in your campaigns, uh, and ultimately, you know, a more efficient campaign, more conversions uh, because of those extra users in your campaigns. Well, and it sounds like that there might be competitors or, or those people in general in California that aren't receiving a ton of ads too. So you might really have the opportunity to stand out if you're an early adopter of this. Big time. We've seen that a lot where you get a, a real increase in spike in, you know, a real spike um, in conversions, like almost immediately because this is such a rampant issue where so many people are losing out on their reach. So if you're one of the ones who implements this correctly, there's less competition for those users. So it's, uh, yeah, you can see potentially strong gains as a result. Now, data privacy, it seems to be a new topic, but definitely it's becoming more common to hear discussions now, a quick question. So, I'll put you on the spot here. If you were to be Nostradamus, where do you see data privacy going next, you know, three to five years? Well, I think in the next even one to two years, we'll see a US wide privacy law similar to CCPA. Um, and so, I, I expect that to be mandated across the US. I think pretty soon privacy is not going to be like this, this little thing you hear about, or, you know, you see like a, a Digiday article on or something. I think it's going to be a standardized necessary compliance uh, check that every single, you know, digital transaction based business will have to uh, implement on their site. Much like, you know, basically every site has to have SSL compliance, uh, you know, to inform visitors that you are, or inform the internet in general, that you are a secure website. I believe that every single website will be required uh, to put in these data option controls for their site visitors. I think that's an irreversible trend. Every single site visitor will have the option to control their data, to access their data, to request opt-out or deletion of their data uh, for nearly any business. A really good comparable, that's also probably relevant and interesting for your listeners, is um, accessibility compliance, ADA compliance. That's another new trend. It's a few years ahead of privacy, but it basically mandates that you have to put in, um, you know, accessibility tools for people who might be disabled in various ways so they can still use your site. Uh, that's, that's a, you know, a, a regulation, a legal rule legality you need to follow. I expect very similar things within the next few years for privacy, where you are, you're required to give all of your site visitors control over their data. Hmm. Now, let's, let's talk about InVisit. How, how does your pricing work if, if somebody is interested in, in becoming an, an early adopter of this? 
Yeah, so what we try to do is make flexible pricing so it's usable for websites of all sizes. So it ramps up uh, by unique visitors. So the bigger the site, the more uh, that charge will be. The smaller the site, you know, it's a pretty affordable cost. Just goes up by about $30 uh, per 10,000 um, unique visitors. So yeah, on the small side, it's, it's a arbitrary price to make sure you're in good standing. And then obviously as it ramps up, uh, so does the pricing, but then again, so does the amount of money we help save. So it's, uh, it's accessible for people or for uh, merchants and e-commerce stores and, and businesses of all sizes. And are these annual contracts, monthly contracts? How, how does that work? Just a monthly contract, yes. Yeah, so you pay as you go, uh, and hopefully you like the service and it does its job so efficiently that it's a, <laughs> it turns into an annual uh, deal as a result. Okay. And where, where does the pricing start? Let's say I'm like a small e-commerce store, I don't know, not ton of traffic, 5,000 visitors a month. Yeah, so where the baseline price. The smallest uh, price point is just $20 a month. So at that point, okay. and, and a lot of the, you know, up and running or up and coming e-commerce stores, yeah, it's only 20 bucks a month to have all, you know, the compliance uh, you need handled. Well, that sounds, sounds like a no-brainer. I mean, you're not breaking the bank and you're making sure that your compliance issues are, are handled. Now, well, you know what? That's what we try to frame ourselves on because, like I said, I know this is a confusing and difficult issue. So we made sure that we can make this easy to install and accessible for, uh, you know, the small businesses of the world. That's great. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more about your data privacy solutions, what, what would be the easiest way to, to get a hold of you and, and InVisit? Yeah, so our website, invisit.io, has great educational resources, and we have a pretty active blog uh, that I encourage people to check out just to stay on top of all things data privacy that might be impacting them. And your listeners can you know, feel free to reach out to me as well personally if they have any questions on data privacy. Uh, I'm reachable at dean, my first name, D-E-A-N, at invisit.io. Yeah, feel free to reach out, and I'm happy to help out anyone who's trying to navigate some of these complexities. That's nice. Thank you, Dean. Now, I almost hate to ask, but I mean, only starting at 20 bucks a month, but do you have any special offers or incentives going right now for listeners who, who might be inclined to become new customers? Yeah, absolutely. We're happy to offer your listeners a deal if they want to, uh, you know, give it a try. Um, we'll put, we'll get, we'll provide a referral link that you can use in the description of this podcast when it's released. Uh, and your listeners are entitled to 10% off uh, for the first six months of using the Invisit software. So if they want to give it a try, uh, you know, for being such loyal listeners for you, we're happy to provide that deal. Great. Well, thank you so much. I think that's all the questions I had. Is there anything that I have overlooked or missed? No, I don't think so. I think the most important thing, though, is just reiterating that it's a, um, it's a you know, passive issue. It's something that not many people realize they're currently suffering from. So, uh, and it's, you know, it's just starting. We're the first inning of privacy. So I, I encourage all your listeners and, you know, friends of listeners, spread the word. 
whether it's in visit or not, just look into data privacy because this is something that could be impacting your sales and it's only going to grow, especially this year. So uh, check it out, you know, educate yourself and hopefully you can save some money as a result. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Dean. Well, that is it for today. Remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And if you are looking for more information regarding InVisit and data privacy, you can reach Dean through the email he just mentioned or through invisit.co. And you'll be able to find his company's contact information in this episode's show notes, along with the link to save the 10%. In the meantime, remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.